You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Couldn't be better because tonight is the NFL draft, the best football night until roughly August 4th or August 5th, uh, which is the night of the NFL Hall of Fame game and the start of the NFL preseason. So it's the best football night for the next 100 days. It show, show is. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. And we will tell you more about Rock Auto here in just a little bit. But for now, Jimmy, what we're going to do, and this is going to be a bit of an abbreviated podcast because Jimmy's got a very important lunch. Um, (laughs) I think it's his second lunch of the day, but whatever. Um, That's why it's so important. (laughs) Um, We're going to do an abbreviated mock draft. Now, Jimmy. Let's skip the preamble here. We all know that Trevor Lawrence is one. Zach Wilson is two. So I, I'm going to go straight to number three with the San Fran 49ers. Who do you got? Uh, I think they will take Mac Jones. I will not be shocked if it's Trey Lance, but I, I believe it'll be Mac Jones. I'm also going to go with Mac Jones. I think it's the perfect spot for him. We've talked about it in the podcast before that San Francisco is built to win now, so it makes sense to go get the most seasoned, experienced, proven commodity outside of Trevor Lawrence, if you ask me. So I think that is the pick. Now, number four, the Atlanta Falcons. Lots of ways to go here. What do you think? I think ultimately they're going to trade down. But uh, if they stick and pick, it will be Kyle Pitts. Uh, boy, I, I want to go something different from you here. I don't think I can. I think Kyle Pitts may be the best player in the draft. So mm-hmm. I will go Kyle Pitts as well, um, especially if – I mean, I could make the argument that it makes a lot more sense to keep Julio Jones, have Kyle Pitts, and Calvin Ridley. Uh, but especially if they're going to trade away Julio Jones for salary cap reasons, then I feel like Kyle Pitts is definitely the pick because now you got another right. big weapon to throw it up to. <clears throat> All right, right, number five, Jimmy, this is where things start to get a little dicey. They really do. Uh, If it's me, and the Bengals aren't going to ask me, if it's me, I would take Panay Sewell here, but I believe the Bengals are going to take Jamar Chase. Okay. I hear what you're saying at comments. Well, no, I'm not. I'm going to go the same way you are because it's the Bengals. If this were another team, (laughs) I would would say, you know, put your money on Panay Sewell because I think he's the best lineman in the draft. And I think they, you know, in, uh, protect your proven commodity, which is, or your most important commodity, which is your quarterback. Instead, yeah. I think they're going to let Joe Burrow probably get in their ear and say, I love Jamar Chase. Let's take Jamar Chase. And they're going to take Jamar Chase. And I think Jamar Chase is a great player. I just feel like that's a little bit nutty. I think you could trade back, get Waddle, Chase, or Devontae Smith, um, if that's the way you want to go and get some more value. But I think the Bengals are going to take Jamar Chase. I would not do it, but I'm with you. I think that it's going to be Jamar Chase. Now, here's where things get a little even more interesting. Miami Dolphins. Yes. Uh, now, this is what I think they're going to do, and, may, uh, and, and I hope I'm right in what I'm saying. I think they're going to take Devontae Smith here at six, 
and not take Panay Sewell, who, who would be available. And even though I would love Devontae to be in Miami playing with Tua, I would love this so much. And I hope it happens. But at the same time, I would be kind of like screaming at the Dolphins. <laughs> Y'all really should have taken Sewell and put him at right tackle, which is Tua's blind side, and, and, and have a great right tackle for years. And, and But I, I think – uh, if the board falls, as I'm predicting it here, the Dolphins take Devontae at six and Sewell's still out there. You know, I'm, I'm going to fall right in line with you again. I wish I could go differently. But I think, again, it's going to be a situation where it's too um, too great of a storyline to pass up. I, I, again, smart money would would um, take Panay Sewell. I, I really believe, or a smart program would. Miami hadn't been very smart of late. Um, so I'm going to say that they take Devontae Smith too. And it comes down to Smith or Waddle. And I think, again, you take the more proven commodity because now Miami is getting to the point where they can win now too. So I think you take the one that is a little bit more proven. So number seven, now I think Detroit Lions, doesn't Panay Sewell just fall right into their laps? Yeah, I'm going to predict Sewell here that the Lions will take Sewell and use him to, to, to really help improve Jared Goff. Uh, who will be the new new quarterback there. Now, I won't be surprised if the Lions take a quarterback now that uh, Lance and Fields will be available to them. I wouldn't be shocked if they, if, if, if they went quarterback. I think they have too many holes. I think golf is good enough, and, and they just take Sewell. But what, what really could happen there is someone trades up to get Fields and Lance, and, and Detroit uh, puts together a bunch of picks, which is what they really need. So really what would happen is a trade down. Uh, it could be the quarterback, but no, uh, officially for purposes of this mock, Detroit picking seven, Sewell just fell on their laps and they take him. Okay, I'm with you on the trade down thing. I think that's what should happen. However, I am going to differ from here. I think they'll take Trey Lance because Jared Goff is clearly not going to be the long-term answer. I think you bring Jared Goff in for a stopgap between uh, the – present and who and whoever you draft to be quarterback next and I think that'll be Trey Lance I think it's a mistake if I were them I would draft uh Justin Fields I'm just you know again I'm, I'm not a quarterback whisperer but I feel like Trey Lance is played at North Dakota State he didn't even play but one game last year um what do we really even know how good he is I think we know Justin Fields is pretty damn good and I think if you get Justin Fields in this spot that's what you do but I'm going to say Detroit takes uh, Trey Lance here in what I consider to be the first mistake of the draft um, or big mistake. Okay. Number eight, Carolina, again, yeah. another interesting spot. Definitely because I can see them doing two things that they're, that I'm not going to predict them to do uh, under, under my mock. They, I hear they're very interested in a cornerback, which is surprising. And if so, uh, there's three very highly rated cornerbacks and J.C. Horn's in their backyard as a kid that played for South Carolina. So they could take J.C. Horn there. They could go quarterback there, uh, not having full confidence in Sam Darnold. They could go Lance or Fields in my mock there. But uh, I'm going to predict that they're going to take Jalen Waddell at eight and give uh, Sam Darnold a weapon, which he never had in New York, a weapon like Waddell. And I think taking Waddell and, and at wide receiver when you already have McCaffrey at running back, all of a sudden, magically, Darnold ends up looking pretty good. Okay, um, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to take, uh, take Panay Sewell here. I don't even nice. know that they necessarily – chart is mm -hmm. but i think it's too much value 
to not take Panay Sewell here. So he's still left on my board. So I would take them here if I were Carolina. All right, Jimmy, let's take a break right here. Um, and let's talk about uh, rockauto.com. Rock Auto is the place you want to go for all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Absolutely awesome place to go. And uh, we will uh, be using them and sponsoring them forever because they're just the best. Rock Auto is the best. R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O.com. In the box that says, how'd you hear about us? Um, please put in locked on and um, we will be glad to, to say that we referred you there, that you're just the best. RockAuto.com. R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O.com is the place you want to go. RockAuto.com. site is easy to navigate. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. I'll say, uh, go check out betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the way you want to go to bet on the draft, to bet on Kentucky Derby, to bet on basketball, football, whatever. Reality TV, you can bet on anything. Use promo code Locked On for that 50% welcome bonus. 50% welcome bonus for uh, betonline.ag. You put in 100 bucks, you get to play with 150. Can't beat that with a stick. You can beat the Georgia Bulldogs in the SEC championship game, but you cannot beat that deal right there. BetOnline.ag, we've been sponsoring them forever. You can play poker and blackjack. You can, you can bet on whatever. Go check them out, BetOnline.ag, promo code locked on. Get that 50% welcome bonus. All right, Jimmy, uh, let's go to number nine. That's the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I mean, our mocks are slightly different at this point, but uh, and I'm not really writing mine down, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I know how I want to line this up. I think if the board falls, as I've predicted, uh, Denver will take a quarterback at nine uh, if they don't trade down, and, uh, and, and it would be Trey Lance, uh, I think, because Lance can sit behind Drew Locke at least for a year. You see what you got with Locke, uh, and then, then you make a decision from there. I, I think the Broncos would take Trey Lance – that uh, they could trade down, they could take a corner. This is a landing spot potentially for Sertan, but uh, but not in my mock. Uh, I've got Denver taking a quarterback there, Trey Lance. Okay, I'm gonna say Justin Fields goes to Denver. Um, he's still left on my board, and I feel like it's a great landing spot for him. Look, I maybe they're giving up on Drew Locke a little early, maybe they are, but uh, I think too, too much value to pass up, so I'm gonna go. Yeah. Justin Fields goes there. And again, I'm not sure it's a, I feel like Justin Fields, he's a, he is a proven commodity, but there is, there's something that seems off. And so I, I, again, I I know a lot of people think that he may have been at San Francisco at three. Some people think he's the best quarterback in draft. I do not, but I think at nine Broncos needing a quarterback or at least on shaky quarterback ground, I think it's a good spot for him to go. Number 10, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I definitely like them taking a corner here. In my mock, all of the corners are still available. Sertan, J.C. Horn, Caleb Fairley from Virginia Tech. I think Alabama fans should not be shocked here if the Cowboys actually go J.C. Horn. I know of at least one Dallas beat writer who thinks they would take Horn over Sertan straight up. Uh, Caleb Fairley is a guy that apparently the NFL GMs like more than the mock drafts like him despite his injury. Uh, if he was completely healthy, some say he was a lot to be the first corner taken. But I don't know about that. But I'm going to go with Sertan here because I think he's the safest pick of the three. And I do think Dallas is going to go corner. So uh, I say Sertan. They could easily trade down. Again, in my mock, Fields is still out there. 
in reality, teams will be trading up to get Justin Fields at this point for sure. So Dallas could trade down, but uh, assuming a stick and pick at 10, uh, I say uh, Pat Sertan to the Cowboys at 10. I thought you said J.C. Horn. No, I said don't be surprised if it's J.C. Oh, Horn. Okay, okay, okay. Don't be surprised if it's Caleb Fairley, but I think it'll be Pat yeah. Sertan. Okay, I'm going to say it is J.C. Horn, even though I want it to be Pat Sertan, um, because, number one, uh, Joe Horn played for Mike McCarthy back in the day, his dad. Correct. And, Correct. and number two, Will Muschamp is apparently close to Dan Quinn. Um, so I, Dan Quinn is the coordinator, defense coordinator there in Dallas. So I feel like that's what it's going to be. Um, I think Sertan's the better player. I think they're sort of falling in love with J.C. Horn for the, the wrong reasons, but that's what the Cowboys do. So I will say it is J.C. Horn. Now here, here comes something interesting, New York Giants. What do you think? Well, uh, I, I think this is a good landing spot for Smith and Waddle, but I've already had them go earlier. I had Smith to, to the Dolphins and, and, and Waddle. Uh, based on all that, I'm, I'm going to go with the Giants taking – this is where it gets uh, complicated. I'm going to go with the Giants taking um, – uh, okay, here it is. Uh, Alajari, the pass rusher, Keem Alajari, the pass rusher from the Georgia Bulldogs. My, my draft needs a curveball. Maybe something people weren't expecting. I think Olajari ends up being the first pass rusher taken and not Quiddy Pay from Michigan, who's the most commonly projected first pass rusher. Uh, I think the Giants go pass rusher there. Akeem Alajari from the Georgia Bulldogs to the Giants at 11. All right. I've seen Jalen Waddle go in here. I don't think he will go here. I think they'll go Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. Um, yeah, they have invested in Daniel Almost Jones. did that. Uh, They've invested that. in Daniel Jones. But now the, the Giants had a pitiful offense last year. But I th And so you could say, well, why wouldn't you take Jalen Waddle? Because I think if the, the only way the offense is going to get better if you start protecting your, your best investment. So yeah. I'm going to take uh, Rashawn Slater from Northwestern here. Number 12, the Eagles. Yeah, uh, in my mock, uh, and, and again, trading down is what they do because Fields, in my mock, is still there. And if Fields is still there, I think the Eagles would be really conflicted. Are we really going to stick with Jalen Hurts when we could take Justin Fields? But in my mock, they're going to go corner. Uh, I've already got Sertan going to Dallas, so I'm going to put J.C. Horn headed to the Eagles at 12. All right, I'm going to say this is where Jalen Waddle falls. I want him to go there because I think he um, he is symbolic of Philadelphia, sort of chip on his shoulder, a little bit shorter than a lot of people would like for somebody to be, but he's just he just doesn't quit. He's got all the heart in the world, and he'll fight you anytime. So I feel like that's a great spot for him to land. And then you got the Hurts and Waddle connection again, which I think is pretty cool. We talked about it yesterday. Los Angeles Chargers at 13. Yeah, uh, they're going to go offensive linemen for sure, and my mock Slater has fallen to them. Uh, I think if Rashawn Slater's on the board, it's a no-brainer for the Chargers at 13. If Slater's already gone, like you said, they would just take the next offensive lineman, which could be the Jenkins kid from Oklahoma State. But uh, I, I think Slater, uh, in my mock, is still there, and and that's who they would take. All right, I'm going to say Slater's gone in my mock. I'm going to go Christian Darisaw, the offensive right. tackle from Virginia Tech, because you're Very right. Good. They do need uh, – they definitely need some offensive line help, and Justin Herbert – they don't want to get him killed this early. So, yeah, that's what they'll go with. Uh, number 14, the Vikings. Another offensive line pick there. Uh, I, I, I like your, your – Darisaw is a really good player. 
uh, Derisaw or the guard with the crazy name from USC. Uh, but I, I think it'll be one of those two. I'm going to say Derisaw there at 14. I, I think the Vikings definitely take an offensive lineman. Yeah, and I'm going to take your Tevin Jenkins pick there too. Um, I think that's a good slot for them. And again, you need protection for your quarterback. Uh, number 15, the Patriots. Now, in in what I really think will happen is if all this has been falling this way early, they will trade up to go get a quarterback. They need a quarterback. So, but as it stands, and we'll keep it the way it is, they don't have a quarterback to choose from. So, at least one that um, you would take with the 15th pick. So, boy, you want to talk about going off the board? Why don't they take Pat Sertan here? That's what I'm going to go with. If Sertan is still there, I could see them doing that. But like you said, I, I'm going to, in my, in my cr- crazy mock, and I really don't think that Justin Fields will be there at 15, and it almost sounds like I'm dissing Justin Fields. What I really think would happen is if Fields is still around after that fifth or sixth pick, I think the Patriots, among others, will be doing what they can to move up to get him. But in my mock, Fields has inexplicably fallen all the way to 15, and, and I don't think – I think the card – would be at the commissioner's podium in 60 seconds. The Patriots yeah. would take Justin Fields. So I think the Patriots may trade up to get Justin Fields. But in my mock, he's fallen to 15. So I'll have uh, Fields going to the Patriots at 15. And in my opinion about Justin Fields, he would be a very worthy top five pick. So, so this is really kind of the steal of the draft at this point for me, Fields to the Patriots. Okay, then number 16, uh, Arizona Cardinals. I think they need a cornerback pretty badly. I know they've lost a few of them. Um, So I'm going to go Caleb Farley here, which falls right into their lap. I think that's a great spot for him to be. Um, We agree. We agree for the the, the first time in a few picks, even though everything that we've done has been really close. Uh, But, yeah, I would have Farley to the Cardinals there at 16. Okay. Um, Number 17, Las Las Vegas Raiders. Boy, I'm going to tell you, they get a good – pick here. I think they pick up Micah Parsons who might be a top 10 pick. Man, we are a lock, stock, and barrel now. Yeah, I think uh, I think Parsons is, is, again, a steal at this point. Now, athletically, there's like no questions about the guy whatsoever. He's a star. There's just questions about his character off the field. I don't know enough about it to assail the guy. I'm just saying there are, apparently are questions about him off the field. That will cause him a little bit of a slip. But Gruden and Mayock can straighten him out there. I mean, what could possibly go wrong in Las Vegas, right? So uh, uh, I have Parsons going there, and you just hope he doesn't end up with a career like a Vontez Burfak in Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Parsons, a great, great value at 17, and the Raiders can't pass that up. Number 18, Miami Dolphins. Uh, this is where I'll go Aziz Ojolari um, for Georgia. Love Georgia. I think a great pick for the Dolphins right there. And, and all of a sudden now they get Devontae Smith and Aziz Ojolari. And, boy, I think they've just nailed the first round. Yeah. Uh, if and, and we both had Devontae going to the Dolphins. <laughs> so based on the fact that, that, that Devontae would be going there, uh, I think the Dolphins could easily go pass rusher. Uh, like you picked, Alajari's already off the board, and, and, and my pick, they could go offensive line. I wish they would take an offensive lineman there uh, because in my mock, Jenkins would be there for him, and I wish they would do that for Tua. Uh, but I'm with you. I think they go pass rusher. I've already got Alajari off the board. Um, I'm going to go with kind of a, a local for them, and that's uh, Jalen Phillips. 
who, who I think is the second best pass rusher in the draft myself, and he's sort of local for them. So I got pass rusher Jalen Phillips going to Miami with that 18th pick. All right, Jimmy, in an effort to speed through this a little bit more, um, what I want to do now is you tell me of the remaining picks. You've got Washington at 19, Chicago at 20, Indy 21, Titans at 22. Let's say, who do you? Th- I, I want to talk about players that – see, I think Tennessee is going to go with somebody like an Elijah Moore. I think that would be a great like spot for him. Okay. I think um, in terms of all these, all those tight picks, from that point forward, I think there's going to be a lot of receivers that are going to go in the 20s, like Elijah Moore, like Katie Tony, like Terrace Marshall, like Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Uh, I think all yeah. of those guys are going to go in the 20s. Uh, Tavon Jenkins is still on my board as an offensive lineman. The, the kid with the name I always brain fart on from USC is still on the board. He would go. Uh, Elijah uh, Garrett. Uh, yeah, that's him. Um, the outside linebacker from Notre Dame uh, is still there. Uh, he would go for sure in the 20s. Uh, I think we both would agree. Had we gotten to 24, weren't, weren't we both going to go with Najee Harris going to Pittsburgh at 24? No doubt. Now, where do you think the Jacksonville Jaguars go? at 25 okay here's a couple things and this is some and <laughs> i think i think i'm going to say barmore that that's what i'm going to say because the jaguars really need a defensive tackle they do they need a quarterback who they got with trevor and they need a defensive tackle and physically barmore is the best one in this draft so i'm going to predict barmore but my confidence in that pick is very low i don't think barmore is actually going to go in the first round and i think what's kind of a funny curveball there Who's the Jacksonville Jaguars defensive line coach? Tosh Lupoy. Yeah. Who knows all about Christian Barmore? D- does that well, mean that that, does that mean Tosh bangs on the table for Christian? Or does that mean Tosh is like, let's pass on this guy here? He's I like, mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I hear you. So that that's a real interesting for us Alabama fans is uh Barmore you know, at 25 with, with a former Alabama coach that, that would know his situation well. Um, and also, here's one, one more last interesting thing. Uh, to me, uh, to me, and yeah, I'm a little bit of a homer on the call. I'll admit to being a homer, but, but I would love Davis Mills in the first round. And if the quarterbacks fall, as I predicted in my mock, with all five being gone by, by pick 15, there are still two teams out there that, in my mind, desperately need a young quarterback to fall in love with. And they're desperate, and they're the type of teams that would, that would need to make a move. I think maybe trading into the background to take Davis Mills could be the Bears, who currently have Andy Dalton at quarterback, or Washington, who currently has Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback. I, I can't help but think Chicago or Washington would love to walk out of there with Davis Mills. And if you take him at the end of the first round, you get him for five years instead of four for the same price. So yeah, I, I, I also, that, that'll be my pre- predicted curveball, Chicago or Washington, or the Saints just sticking and picking at 28 and taking him just straight up at 28. Uh, although I think the Saints are really going to give Jameis Winston a fair shot and not draft a quarterback too high because they're going to want to see what Jameis can do. 
but uh, yeah, that's that, that, that. Those are my thoughts about picks, basically nineteen through thirty-two. All right, buddy. We'll see how this uh, plays out. Looking forward to the draft tonight, and we will talk about it on Friday. So uh, roll tight, everybody. Can't wait. Roll tight.